So good morning, church, and we're gonna can, we're gonna pray. I mean, not pray. We finished praying, <laughs> but we're gonna um, look at um, a new topic today. We finished looking at the identity, our identity, and I felt, in fact, what we're gonna be doing is just you know, throughout the the first quarter anyway, looking at evangelism, because that's that's really on the heart of God, and this is what we have been called to do. We've been called to reach out. We've been called to not only reach out to the lost, but to disciple those who have been one to the Lord. And just as the enemy is intensifying his agenda and is intensifying what he's wanting to do, God is pushing forward with his purpose and he's stirring up the hearts of different ones to go out and reach the lost and to share the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And one of the things that we want to really push and make and, and, and increase in this church is a, a real culture of evangelism, a real, and, and I'm not just talking about like um, we've got like an organized event because it's, it's good to have organized events but it's it more important to have a culture because when you have a culture, it just comes like as a way of life. So you go to the shops, you go to the park, wherever you are, it's like your lifestyle is just oozing Jesus, sharing the good news. It just becomes easy. And I want to just encourage all of us because we all need encouragement um, in the area of evangelism. And we know that evangelism is sharing the good news of the gospel with people. And we know that the good news is what Jesus has done for us. We was doomed. There was no hope for any of us. But yet, because of the grace and the mercy of God, we have been um, saved by Jesus. He came in the flesh. He died for us. He rose again on the third day. And we, he entered to heaven to present the blood to the Father. And he opened the door for us to actually have a relationship with him. The Bible says, like how God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And in the book of Hebrews chapter 9 and verse 22, it says that without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sins. When Jesus shed his blood, our sins were paid for. The price was paid. And this is what we are to share, what we are to share with the different ones. It's as if we received a speeding fine and we was in the courtroom. And then the Lord just writes it off. That's exactly what he's done for us. Our sins have been paid for. 
and the wrath of God has been um, dealt with in the sense that the blood has been shed. So let me just ask this question. How many of you here have been saved through a crusade or an outreach? Is there anybody here like that? Okay, there's no one here like that. Or you've been saved through a family friend, a loved one. Let's see. Da, 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 da. Hey, da, Daphne, is your hand up? <laughs> All right, then. Okay, so that's everybody. Is that everybody then? That's everybody's hand. And you online, obviously, we can't see you. But um, And then the other one is how many people have been saved through, like maybe everybody here has been saved through um, a loved one. Babes, you were saved through um, a loved one, wasn't you? Yeah. So that's everybody. <laughs> okay. John Mark's shaking his head. I don't know why. But anyway, moving on. My point is that the majority, if you look at C I can't speak for other churches, but if you look at CLF in particular, a lot of the ones that have come to know the Lord Jesus Christ is through friendship, evangelism, or through family or something. There's some kind of connection somewhere. And that is a very, very effective way. I myself came through that way. My, my sister was introduced by my uncle. And then my sister brought me, and then, my, and then we brought our dad. So it, just, it was like, like a connection kind of thing. But it just goes to show you how effective friendship or family evangelism is. Because you are the one that they will see. The Bible says that we are the light of the world. When people see our, light, our lives, we are being an example to them. So even as we reach out, you know, sometimes it's not just the, the preaching of the gospel, you know. It's just our lifestyle. People will see your life. They'll see how you conduct yourself. They'll see why you behave the way you do. They see why you're so cool, calm, and collected as you walk into the room. Why are you so calm? And you should be, like, for example, there was this, there's this guy in my workplace and there was like some meeting going on and he went to go and deal with an um, uh, issue. And I thought, why, why is this guy so calm as he's walking in? We should, we should be flapping. We're flapping to get this thing fixed. And then the, this guy they said, yeah, it's because of the, the Jesus in me. It's because of the Christ in me. But it, that is the thing that people are to, should be seeing. It should be seeing the Christ in you, the hope of glory. And when we continue to show and shine our lights like that, it will appeal to many. I want us to look today at some reasons why we don't evangelize. Because, you know, it's, it's, it will help us. One of the reasons is we don't evangelize is because we feel that we don't have the personality. The personality is not, you're not loud. You have to be loud to evangelize. No, no, you don't have to be loud. You just need to be you. Every one of us are different in how we convey, how we communicate. 
So as we're sharing the gospel, as we're sharing the good news, as if, you, if you're the quiet type, you just want to talk. Talk like that. If you're the loud type, loud, speak loud. <laughs> but be you. But that's very important. But that's one reason why we may not want to evangelize. Another reason is we don't want to confront people. We don't want to tell them about, look, if you don't receive Jesus Christ, you'll go to hell. What? I, I remember. <laughs> I remember one time there was, um, I was with my sister and then one of the, my, my friends came over and I started to talk about the gospel of and I started saying, listen, you have to give your heart to Christ. No, otherwise you go to hell. She started to cry. And then Karen said, don't sit so Calm down. Don't. Because the way I was doing it, it was just like, just raw. <laughs> to the point that the person was crying. We're still praying for this person now that we pray that they'll give their heart to Christ. But I'm just saying that to say, we must not feel afraid to confront. Because I'll be honest, sometimes when you're walking along, for example, the, 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 the high street. You know when we go to do the evangelism? Sometimes you see some people, they look intimidating. And, and you see them walking. But when you just come up with a nice big smile, they'll just mellow out and chill out. <laughs> Not all the time, but somehow. Because remember people put like this, this mask on. They put like this kind, of, this, this kind of mask to just make it look like, ah, oh, you know, don't come near me. Because if you come near me, I'll, I'll show you a thing or two. But remember, the Bible says that Christ in us, the hope of glory. So as we approach people, remember Christ is in you. The Bible also says in the book of Acts chapter 1 that you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost, after the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be a witness. Now the thing is, we are, we've got something to say and share about. We've got something to declare to different ones. We have a testimony. Sometimes we may not even know what to say, what to share. You, it's like, gospel, what do you mean gospel? Do you know what? If you forget that, because sometimes you, when you start to, when you stand in front of people, you just forget everything. Your mind goes blank many a times. My mind has gone blank. But then, as you start to share your testimony, how did you come to know Christ? How did you get to this position? How did you get to this place? Why did you make that decision to give your heart to Christ? You can sh share from that because that's your own personal testimony and your own experience that no one can challenge you about. No one, because it's yours. Another reason why we may not want to reach out to people is other people are doing it already. It's okay. We have the Benny Hins. We, we, we have the different evangelists. We have the Tim, Tim Grant going out, going to different Bulgaria and all that kind of stuff, sharing the good news. So it's okay, we don't need to evangelize. So in other words, we'll leave it to the evangelists. But the Bible says, 
that God has given us. It says in the book of Corinthians, he's given to us the ministry of reconciliation in bringing men back to Christ. All of us have this ministry. But the thing is, we're all at, in different places. God has placed us in different places in life. There's places that I can't go and there's places you can't go. But the mere fact that God has placed you and I in these places is because he wants us to be the light in those places. Another reason why we at times don't share the good news is because we're afraid. We are afraid to share the good news. And in fact, this is one of Satan's greatest tools to cause fear to come upon you and I as we're sharing the word. Or it might be, number five, just too embarrassed. Just too embarrassed to even take your Bible out on the train. You know those big Thompson chain Bibles? You take it out on the train. Boom. I, I, I never forget. Yeah, I, had, I had a small one, right? This is back in the, back in the day. Do you remember when those... See, this is, I'm showing how old I am, you know. You know those train carriages where, you know, the door, you have to turn it. Do you remember those ones? That's back in the day, you know. Those ones you don't see anymore, man. And I used to get the train from Clapham Junction and to Victoria. I used to get the fast train. And do you remember you had those private carriages? Those, those small private ones. They don't do those ones anymore, man. <laughs> anyway. So I was sat opposite a very distinguished gentleman. And then I, 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 was, I saw him sat there, all suited and booted. And I, and I usually I get my, type, my, my, my Bible up, but I said, boy, I feel a bit intimidated, you know? I mean, see this man here, look a bit, you know? And I, I thought, you know what? This, this scripture came to me. You know the one in, um, Matthew, in Matthew chapter 10? It says, and verse 33, Therefore, whoever confesses me before men, him I will confess before my Father, and whoever and, and who is in heaven. But whoever denies me before men, him I will also do deny before my Father who is in heaven. So then, I, you know what? That scripture came to us. I said, boy, I better take my Bible out, man because I don't want to get no embarrassment from the Lord. So I took the Bible out. It, it felt like, as I was doing the Bible like this, but I said, I have to do it because I don't know embarrassment. I don't know shame. Please, Lord. And thankfully, I did. And I started to read. And then the more I read it, the easier it became. But my point is, my point is, we should not be afraid because the Bible says that he's given us the spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind. He's not given us a spirit of fear. And I know at times it feels like we have the spirit of fear because it feels very overwhelming. But we don't. And that's not the reality. The reality is, is that we have the spirit of power and love and of a sound mind. Another reason why we don't share the gospel 
is that we don't have the time for it. You know, I don't have the time to share the good news of the gospel. I go to work. I've got to deal with this, the, the children here. I've, I've got to go to the bank. I've got to go to the shops. There's no time. There's no time whatsoever. And again, there's 24 hours in a day, seven days a week, 365 days in, in a year. But with God's help, we can do it if we prioritize, just like how we prioritize sleep, we prioritize food. I know it's a very, I know it's a very big one for me. I know, uh, definitely, I'm not going to lie. Right. We always prioritize something, and we have to prioritize sharing the good news. We have to prioritize and put it as a place of importance, because, you know, this is the thing that's on the heart of God right now. On the heart of God, us reaching out to our loved ones, our friends, our work colleagues, even if those work colleagues get on your nerves, <laughs> we have to bring them before the throne of grace, and we have to show love, and remember that, you know what, this is a soul that we need to be praying for. Another reason is that we don't know how to evangelize. We don't know what to say. And as I said earlier, if we don't know what to say, we can share what Jesus has done for us, what, why we was changed, why did we come to faith? You know, at worst, at worst case, right, if you, did, if you had an opportunity and you don't know what to say, just say, do you want to come to church? And then we'll do the rest, right? Because honestly, in my, I never forget, in my old church, um, there, was, there was a guy, he just kept on bringing, in fact, it was Austin. He was just bringing people in. He just kept on bringing people, not that he, couldn't, he could share the gospel, but he just kept on bringing people in. And it was like, he, sometimes you'd, in, in those days, we used to have the, the pews, you know, the wooden pews, the long wooden pews. There's one time, you would have the whole back row full of people coming in. So I was saying, wow, it's a lot of people coming. But all those people that came, God touched them in different ways, in different places. I don't know if all of them are still saved. But my point is, if you don't know how to share the gospel, don't know how to share the good news, just bring them to church or give them the, the link for the online. Just whatever is going to do the, the job. Because God knows our hearts. He knows where we're at. And when we make an effort and we are saying, Lord, we just want to do something in reaching out to the lost because you've placed me in this situation that I can connect with this person. I can reach out to this person. So, Father, help me to use the little I have. It doesn't matter. Listen, you don't need to have, know all of the, the, the different, um, you know, like when you, I've forgotten that there's a word that you would use. When you're having discussions and you're having debates, there's a word that you would, you don't need to know all of the different um, things where you need to um, have 
arguments and debates when it comes to evangelism. And you don't even need to, you need to know all the different religions. It's not really necessary, you know. But it's good to know. I'm not trying to say you shouldn't go and learn this kind of thing because it's, it's useful. But my point is the most important thing is that you and I are making ourselves available. Because when we make ourselves available, then God can use you in whatever capacity, whatever knowledge, whatever information you have. Because remember, if God can use a donkey, why can't he use you and I? There's hope for us, you know. <laughs> he can use a donkey, we're in. And then finally, uh, um, in that why Christians don't evangelize, it's not my way or style I do it. It's not how I do things, you know. No, I don't want to be, you know, pushing the gospel of Jesus. I just want to just go in quietly, come out quietly. Yeah, I'm a Christian, but I don't want to be speaking to people. Listen, this is not the way how God has wanted us to be doing it. The Bible says we should let our light so shine, but then also we have to give an account of the gospel to different ones. So let's look at some reasons why we should evangelize, why we should share the good news to different ones. The scripture we know is in, in Matthew chapter 28, verse 18 to 20, and it reads, And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things, but I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. And we have received the command to go. We've received the command to go out into the different places to share the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And it's not, up, it's not, just, not just as we were saying earlier the pastors, or the evangelists, or the prophets, but it's all of us. All of us have the responsibility to share the good news because you think about it. You and I are here today as a result of someone sharing the good news with us. If they weren't obedient, if they didn't make themselves available, if they didn't take the time to pray, we wouldn't be here. I, I remember I was speaking to Mecca this week. He was saying that his mom, if it wasn't for his mom, he wouldn't be here today in sharing the good news of the gospel to him. And it's every single one of us have someone who we can say, yeah, it's because of this person. It's because of that person. And, you know, if we took it upon ourselves, right, this, just with this small group here and those of you online, if just with this, this small group, if we, each one of us, reached one person and just discipled them for the whole year, this church would be pretty packed, you know. 
I'm telling you. And it doesn't have to be literally physical, like the person has to be physical on the seat. They can be online. But my point is that there will be a great increase of people. And I'm saying that to say it's not going to take much if, if in the sense that if, if we determine within ourselves to say, I'm going to make a deliberate decision to say, you know what, this week, in fact, I'll, we'll give the assignment out. Yes, we, we throw the gauntlet out for all of us. One soul, just one soul, all of us. If, listen, I have, to, I have to do more. I, I can't just do one because, you know, it just comes to the territory. But <laughs> just one soul, I'm going to encourage all of us, if we don't know what to say, we can share the good, we can just, we can just share our testimony. If we don't know, our, we can't remember to get like a, a blank, just send a link online or you can invite them. So I want to encourage, that's, 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 that's something, our homework, all of us, to encourage us because we want to be doers of the word and not hearers only. You know, the thing is, we are guaranteed that as we share the good news of the gospel, that somehow, some way, God's word, in, fa in fact, I think it's in the book of Isaiah, his word won't return void. When the word of God is spoken, it will do s signs and wonders in the hearts. This is why Sunday school, I don't trifle with that. Because I remember way back, this is where I believe some of the things was planted in some of the, um, what's it, in even where, when I was, used to go to, did I say that? It's someone else. I've seen some people just go to Sunday school and then it's as a result, the, because of the, what the word's been doing, it's been bearing fruit. Like one plants, another waters, God gives the increase. When the word of God is planted, it starts to transform. So as we're even sharing the good news to somebody and it feels like it's falling on deaf ears, fear not. Don't worry. It's okay because the word of God is getting into the hearts of the people and is bringing the transformation that God wants to do in their lives. The scripture says in the book of John chapter 10 verse 16, and I have other sheep that are not of this fold. I must bring them also and they will listen to my voice. So there will be one flock and one shepherd. And this commission is not, as I was saying earlier, not to the fivefold ministry, but it's for all of us. And God has given us that ministry of reconciliation. I want to stop there. I'll continue next week or the week after, whenever um, I have an opportunity. But I want to pray for all of us that God will help us in this endeavor, in, in how he's wanting us 
to share the good news and to reach out to the lost. I want us to pray that um, God will cause us to share the word that will be the salt and the light, that he will give us wisdom in how we share it. So let's pray. Father, we want to thank you today. want to thank you for your word and this opportunity to come before you. And we pray, Lord, that you will help all of us share your word with the different ones that you've caused us to come into contact with, that you'll give us wisdom, give us favor, so that we'll share and say the words that you want us to say, that we will save a soul from hell, that we'll see our loved ones and our family and our friends saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. I pray, Father, that you will embolden us and that you will cause, Father, a holy confidence and strength to come upon each and each of us. Lord, even as we do this assignment, Lord, in seeking to, to share your word with someone, Lord, I just pray that you will speak through us. We thank you so much. We thank you for your spirit. We pray, Father, that you'll continue to touch every person here. We thank you in the name of Jesus. Amen.